continuing our journey eastward across Canada. Today, we're stopping in in Calgary. Stay tuned. Hi, folks. Welcome back to the Pro-Life Guys podcast, a show dedicated to equipping you with the tools that you need to have compassionate and compelling conversations about abortion so together we can change minds, save lives, and transform our culture. Thanks a ton for tuning in. My name is Cam. I'm the host of the show. And yesterday we are in Vancouver. Today we are coming to Calgary. I'm talking to a few of my colleagues um, and getting a, a few of their thoughts and insights and memorable experiences and moments, all that kind of thing. Um, I, I will admit right up front um, that it's going to be a little bit awkward because I said that we were going to get Alex into the show and a few of these other interviews. Um, I have been able to track Alex down. He's doing a bunch of home renovations um, as we get towards Christmas here. And so I um, haven't been able to track him down. He did incredible work along with the rest of our Calgary and Alberta team. Um, and so we're going to talk to uh, Kwana, Virginia, and Jeff, um, get some of their favorite thoughts and experiences from the year and what they've got coming down the tube in 2024. Um, hopefully at some point we will hear from Alex um, and Carolyn and Britt and John and Loretta and Yvonne, um, but not in today's episode, unfortunately. And so here's a few of our favorite memories from the year that has been 2023. Hi, folks. Welcome back to the Pro-Life Guys podcast. My name is Cam. I am the host of the show. I'm joined by Jeff, and this is a show dedicated to equipping you with the tools that you need to have compassionate and compelling conversations about abortion so together we can change minds, save lives, and transform our culture. I hope that you are having a blessed Christmas season already. Um, yesterday, we focused on Vancouver. I was joined by our colleague Rachel out on the glorious West Coast, best coast kind of thing. Talk all about the year in review. Today, we are moving east i always want to say west because everyone always goes west in north america um but we're going east and we're going to go through a bunch of the calgary team the calgary outreach team in particular and i'm joined first of all by jeff owen jeff how you doing i'm doing good Kevin. thanks for having me on yeah thank you for being on jeff is our community outreach coordinator in western canada he's an absolute gem i'm going to dive a little bit into this your first full year on SAF, uh, which is really cool, really cool, all the work that um, you've been able to draw together through the internship trips and, and trips beyond that. But I guess when you look back on 2023 and the year that has been so far, I suppose, what kind of high level things stand out to you um, as whether they're accomplishments, whether they are just really cool things that you were a part of, what kind of stands out from this year? Yeah, I think there's so many highlights. Christmas time provides a good um, opportunity for reflection. And I think one of the things that stands out to me is just what our team was able to accomplish volume-wise. Um, we So uh, what was really cool being in this role, as you mentioned, for the first, uh, first year of it full-time, um, to actually see the blend between all of our outreach, so all of our presentations, um, our phases of abortion toward this summer, and actually blending that with the community outreach perspective. So actually mobilizing people through the presentation, seeing the reality, hearing the tragic story of the DC-5 and the babies that were killed, and just really showing people that, you know what, we don't have to be overwhelmed by this injustice going on around us. Like God has put us here with this opportunity to be able to actually make change and actually see not only the volume of what we were able to do, but literally to see hundreds of people actually go from completely supporting abortion in all circumstances and some circumstances um, throughout the pregnancy and then seeing hundreds of people become fully pro-life uh, through the outreach that we did. Um, it's truly incredible when you look back at what we were able to accomplish as a team this year with our community partners across the country. 
Yeah, absolutely. I think that's a great way to put it. And and to reflect on how it all kind of comes together. Obviously, you've got a, a really cool vantage point, not only because of all of the time that you spent with our incredible interns this year, return interns, our new interns, both four and two months. But like you said, mm -hmm. how that kind of mingled, especially this summer um, with community outreach, right? That, um, I mean, we often do a little bit of traveling every year, but I feel like this was kind of a, a thrown right into the melting pot sort of thing for you going yeah. into a year that had such a high focus on community groups, right? Yeah, totally. And I think uh, like one of the presentations that stands out to me is going to Regina. And I know we've talked a little bit about this and you've spoken about this on the podcast before, but to get as many people as we did, not only out for the presentations um, when we presented the Faces of Abortion tour in Regina, but also to see all these people who actually inspired by what they saw, inspired by the team that they met on the ground that's doing this important work then actually doing our apologetics workshops and then actually coming out and doing door knocking in our outreach projects with us. Um, that was one example that really inspires me. And um, I think as we look to even looking ahead to what we can be excited for next year, um, to think like in these different community groups, doing our activism, not only here in Calgary where we're based, but also all across Western Canada, we had over 125 volunteers actually come out through these community groups mm -hmm. And most of these people, over 100 people, had never done any form of pro-life activism before. And so to have not only the, the excitement, but also that trust and the responsibility that comes with that in guiding people into doing um, not only this um, outreach in a productive way, but really showing people how um, even, uh, yeah, a little bit of effort here directed in the right direction, directed with our leadership and mentorship can make a difference in not only changing the course of um, where our country is headed, but also um, changing individuals' minds one person at a time. So, yeah, absolutely. We're going to dive into 2024 in just a moment here. But before we do that, so um, for, for the viewers that might be a little bit new, um, uh, let, let's go down in, in altitude a little bit and, and look at some of the, some of the um, kind of standout interactions maybe that, that we we're a part of. I, I know that during the talks that I gave, I, I talked a lot about uh, some of my experiences on our, our Kelowna crash course we did um, early in the spring, but but to try to draw it all together for the sake of the listeners between whether it's the, the Kelowna crash course, whether it's our, our week-long trip to Regina, our two-week trip out to the West Coast, Victoria, Vancouver, Lower Mainland kind of area, went to the Okanagan. You and I had trips to Edmonton, Edson, um, where else do we go? Um, I, I recently got back from Saskatoon. Um, you you obviously have been um, out to Saskatchewan a, a number of times. You're out to Winnipeg as well yep. um, for, for all that. I, I'm sure that I'm missing out on groups. I apologize if there's groups tuning in that, well, that I've forgotten. Well, we, <laughs> we, we definitely figured out where the Okanagan was this year on the map and where <laughs> the Okanagan wasn't. Um, and, and I think part of that was not only the strength of the relationships that we built, but also the strength of the outreach that we are capable, able to accomplish with those those folks out in the shoe shop in the Okanagan. So it's a great clarification. I've known for a long time that on the East Coast, <laughs> there's a difference between the Maritimes and Atlantic Canada and how Newfoundland is not part of the Maritimes, but it is part of Atlantic Canada. I must admit that even growing up in BC, I was naive to the fact that Salmon Arm is not a part of the Okanagan. So for all the Salmon Arm people out there, apologies on that. We still love you. We, we still need you. <laughs> we love you. We need you. And part of the shoe shop area. Um, and so I, I guess 
as you reflect on on all of these trips, all these different yeah. people that we've talked to, and and obviously the the number of people that we haven't visited, but maybe they've come and visited us. Um, mm -hmm. The fellow from Fort St. John, that I'm blanking on his name. Yeah, of. Isaac. Isaac that came down for a Calgary crash course all the way from Fort St. John in his big truck, and yeah. and that was amazing to do outreach with him and just see um, his eyes open as well to the fact that you know what this is a huge issue that we face, but all it takes is one effort one day at a time. And if we can focus on the person in front of us and reaching them, not only with love, but also the truth, um, to see someone like that, just their eyes open to the, the fact that we can have, and then see him to, to go back home and, and to continue, continue, continue door, door knocking, um, with a buddy. And then even solo, which, um, uh, is crazy like so for for everyone at home this is probably clear but um one of our big projects is is door knocking but uh, even something like door knocking that i thought an issue with door knocking when i came in you kind of laughed because i said you can do pro-life door knocking not have to wear like a bulletproof vest <laughs> like the amazing thing with the door knocking is it's so accessible but even door knocking we do in pairs to make sure not only do we have the support on someone's doorstep but also making sure that we also um maximize the mentorship component to what we're doing through this outreach and so to hear that isaac went back home and has been doing fantastic work um having conversations on his own um yeah, it's, he, he was a great part of our success this year. Absolutely. And, and so um, on, on top of Isaac, I guess, are there any other interactions, people that you've been blessed to work with or even conversations that you've had doing activism that really stand out from 2023? Yeah, what's well, really interesting. So um, one, of the, one of the ways that I got involved in the pro-life movement initially was through 40 Days for Life. And I've been blessed to be able to um, still contribute a little bit through 40 Days for Life um, in addition to all that reach that we're doing here at CCBR. And one uh, interaction that stands out with me, uh, to me in particular from this year. So the end of October, it was actually a blizzard outside. So I gave it to the CCBR office in the morning and then we called it off a little bit early in the afternoon because of the blizzard. So I had an opportunity to go do the 40 Days for Life outreach just across the street from the abortion clinic. And while we were actually praying out there in the blizzard, um, this fellow came, uh, drove up and um, the reason why he was there was um, his wife was actually attending a, a physio um, clinic uh, next to the abortion clinic. And so he came by to actually say, you know what, whenever I see people out here praying, I always come to thank them and just sh show my gratitude for them being out here. And what was really neat was having the training um, from CCBR, not only to talk to people about abortion, but also to speak to people that have clarity on the abortion issue, to give them a sense of what they can actually do and what's going on around us when it comes to how many children are being killed every day by abortion in Canada. Um, and the fact that there's no legal protection for these children. Um, I started filling him in through 40 Days for Life. And as it turned out, we were doing some outreach up in Edmonton a couple of days later, and this uh, fellow and his wife are visiting from Edmonton. And so they actually said um, they'd be interested in learning more about what we do. And I said, well, as it turns out, I'm coming up to Edmonton on Friday. From the course of when he actually came to talk to us at 40 Days for Life, he not only uh, received our apologetics training a couple of days later over coffee, he was so inspired by our outreach strategy and the minds that we were seeing change through the work that we do. He actually wanted to become not only a financial partner of myself and our church outreach coordinator, Virginia, but also he wanted to actually put his own boots on the ground. And so I counted the other day because the Edmonton Against Abortion team was actually doing outreach, uh, even in bitter, the bitter cold of Edmonton winter last week. And 
um, what was really cool. So 50 days after I met Dennis, actually standing across the street, praying um, to end abortion across from the abortion clinic, 50 days later, he was actually not only doing activism with the Edmonton abortion, uh, against abortion team, but he was also leading a door knocking pair. So he was also going out with someone else who I don't think had been door knocking before and actually providing that leadership. Um, and one of the ways that I was comfortable as the community outreach coordinator for actually seeing Dennis in a role like that, even 50 days after running into us and, and receiving the training, was through the mock dialogue opportunities that we offer every Tuesday night. And so Dennis has been able to tie into that. Um, our colleague Kwiana leads that uh, typically. And so just to see um, someone like that, that literally just came to, to thank us for being a, a prayerful witness outside the abortion clinic, to actually showing him the constructive ways that he could get involved, not only through prayer, but also through financial partnership, and also by putting his boots on the ground with the Edmonton team. Um, yeah, just incredible blessing to be able to connect with someone like that. Well, absolutely. And, and I think that speaks volumes to the role that, that you're able to be in of, of being able to partner with these community groups that for many of them, they've been doing a lot of different pro-life activities and events, whether it's four days for life or life, life chain or any number of other events, and to be able to bridge many of those people, not, not that we're trying to just um, headhunt and, and steal everyone away from all, all these other forms of activism, but to be able to complement what is already happening in these community groups and build in some new ideas and opportunities for them to have a, a direct role in changing hearts and minds and being a part of of witnessing people change those minds and then themselves even building people into the movement to, to further um, grow our team is absolutely incredible. And, and, and recognize, I would add too, like recognizing the personal capacity that people have to contribute in different ways. And for someone like Dennis that, you know what, he thought his contribution to the pro-life movement was coming over and thanking people who are out praying in the middle of a blizzard to end abortion. Yeah. And to discover through him, not only the skills that he had that would be able to transfer um, into outreach, but just to recognize that, yes, I truly believe and I've seen whether it's through prayer, but especially through putting everyone's boots on the ground that have the capacity and the time to be able to commit to that. Um, recognizing the capacity and helping um, uh, people grow in areas where they might not expect growth has been another great opportunity in this role too. Absolutely. Absolutely. I know that you and I have spent a lot of time over the last couple of weeks here kind of plotting a course for 2024 yeah. and, and, and the kind of approach we want to be taking some of the communities we want to be visiting. Mm -hmm. I guess when you look down the tube of 2024, um, give us the Coles notes of, of what you've got coming down the tube and, and yeah. what we can look forward to in Western Canada here. Yeah, so it's been great. So um, one of the relationships that we've had the opportunity to build in recent years is working with the Alberta March for Life. And so we had a great opportunity to do an apologetics training session, um, a well-attended session after the Alberta March for Life this year. We're looking forward to doing something like that, collaborating with the Alberta March for Life folks again this year coming up. Um, and this, for people that might be out of province, uh, so this is the March for Life that happens in Edmonton every May. And not only that, but also pairing that with the enthusiasm and the new individuals, but also the other people in Edmonton who have been committed for a number of years, but haven't necessarily re-engaged to the extent that they did before COVID until now. Um, I think all those things are blending really, really well together to have a really successful year building up the Edmonton abortion, against abortion team and helping support them through their next level of growth. Um, so by all means, Edmonton is not, as you know, Edmonton is not the only community that we're focusing on helping uh, make that next jump 
in terms of their pro-life um, team development next year. Uh, Regina is a place that we're really excited to go back to. Um, the Okanagan, the Shushwap, to see the energy and the enthusiasm for continuing to collaborate there after our successes this year. Um, there's a lot of great projects on the horizon going into 2024. Beautiful. Well, thanks a ton for all the work that you do. Thank you for, for mm -hmm. your contributions and sacrifices in 2023 and really looking forward to 2024 here. Yeah, thanks for the opportunity, Kim. All right, folks. Second up, we just talked to Jeff and we are talking to Virginia now. Virginia, how are you? I'm doing pretty good. Pretty good. It's almost Christmas, so I'm very excited. We're getting there. Yeah. The year is winding down. It's been a really cool year. 2023 has been a year of firsts for a ton of people, um, <laughs> which I guess like arguably this is... Yeah your first full year on staff. You joined yes. last year, but not at the beginning of last year kind Correct. of thing. So yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. First full year, yeah. church outreach, Yeah, did a lot of stuff this year, not only within the realm of church outreach, but just mm -hmm. contributing to so many of the cool things that we have on the go at CCPR mm -hmm. in the Calgary office, joining for the tour, um, yeah. Regina, interior British Columbia, Victoria, Vancouver, the whole shebang. Yeah. When you look back at 2023, what kind of stands out to you as kind of cool things you were part of or, or meaningful things that kind of anchored in your mind? Yeah, well, definitely the summer tour was a big one for me. Um, so much time and effort and, you know, just uh, a lot of thought went into that tour. And so a large chunk of my time was focused on that. And it was just a really cool experience um, getting to travel to all these different communities and then meet all these different people in these communities who are so passionate about the pro-life movement. Um, especially one that sticks out in my mind is just um, this church that we connected with in Kamloops, uh, Christ Community Church. And um, one of their members there, Tracy, she's a supporter and just was such a rock star. She just worked tirelessly to bring us into that church. Um, you know, she did all of the behind the scenes work to get us out there and connect with her pastor, with Pastor Mike. And they were just so supportive. The whole church was just incredible. They were incredibly warm and welcoming um, and just thrilled to have us out there. So it was very encouraging to <clears throat> to meet them and to get to know that church um, and then to, you know, motivate them and get them excited about the pro-life movement was a really neat thing. Yeah, I love that. Absolutely. Yeah. It's so cool. And, and Tracy, I don't know if you're listening to the podcast, Tracy's an absolute gem, like you yes. mentioned. And, and in a lot of ways, that's kind of the model of, of what yeah. we love to be able to do with churches, right? Connect yeah. with individual members of congregations mm -hmm. and, and kind of foster that passion and develop it into something that makes sense for their church. That exactly. while we, we've definitely got some like templates that we can work with it, it's not as though we're necessarily pumping a one size fits all kind exactly. of, this is exactly what your church has to do if we're going to end abortion kind of thing, but mm -hmm. rather how do we collaborate with what you've already got on the go and what you're passionate about going forward to be able to change hearts and minds on the issue. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And somewhat like it comes down to just like getting to know the people in that church and getting to know what works best for them. So, you know, that church, for instance, is really interested in doing outreach. Um, some churches are, might be more interested in just focusing on prayer and supporting us in that way. So it's been very cool to get to know people in that community and see their passion for that. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and to pull back the curtain a little bit on tour stuff, um, I, I, I doubt many people who listen to this episode or heard the other episodes about our tour kind of really understand what goes into a tour. I, I Over under, did you make more than 250 phone calls this year trying to get people out to, to tour talks? Or, or, I would say uh, definitely more. Definitely yeah. more than 250 phone calls. And so hundreds of phone calls and between calling people and then sometimes even yeah. seeing them at the, the events and yeah. all the other things that you were able to be mm -hmm. a part of, I, I guess when we go from that kind of high level thinking of like the major things that, that stand out to like that, the human interactions, the, the people mm -hmm. like Tracy and others, 
are there kind of lower level interactions that, that you think of mm. when you think of the tour, when you think of mm. the, the other work that you've been able to do with CCPR, both in the realm of church outreach and just kind of general support with the yeah. high school boot camp and all that kind of stuff? Yeah. Yeah, a couple of things stand out. Um, one that comes to mind is just like you said, like those phone calls and getting to connect with supporters, you know, and sometimes you hear a little bit about their day, you know, you ask them how they're doing and, you know, maybe they're not doing great. They're having a bit of a rough day. And so just to be a person there to just talk to and like have that human interaction um, with our supporters is really cool. And then to be able to share what we're up to, right? And they maybe maybe they get our newsletter, but they didn't fully read it or it just didn't click. And then to actually talk to a person, um, it just makes it that much more real to them. So it was very cool to make some of those phone calls. And I don't know, I feel like you get to know your supporters a little bit better when you're talking to them on the phone than just you know sending out newsletters, et cetera. So that was really cool. Um, and then just in the outreach that we did, we did a lot of public outreach. Um, one that comes to mind is when we went to Edmonton, we did our Edmonton tour talk there and we actually did door knocking earlier in the day. And we had a couple of volunteers out that day. And I just remember that we talked to this one young girl, she opened the door and, you know, she was very supportive of abortion. And so we went through the apologetics and we went through that roadmap. And as we talked, it's like you could just watch the gears turning. You could see it written all over her face. And as soon as we showed her the images, it was like the light went on and her whole demeanor just kind of changed. And you could just see written on her face that her mind was changing on this issue. Um, and so by the end of the conversation, you know, she she agreed that abortion was always a human rights violation, that it was always wrong, never acceptable. And she wanted to find out other ways that she could, you know, get involved and share this information with people. So it was a very cool experience. And then also for these two new volunteers who had never done this before to see that was very, very cool. And they were just so galvanized then to like keep going out and doing this outreach because they they saw what an effect it could have. So that's that was pretty cool. That's yeah. so cool. And and that's honestly what we are, are mm -hmm. blessed to be a part of so often, right? Whether yeah. it's from church talks, people coming out from a church talk and, and getting trained from there and doing activism, whether it's community mm -hmm. stuff with Jeff, whether it's internship mm -hmm. stuff, whatever it may be, volunteer stuff. Yeah. Um, so cool to yeah. see that kind of translation for people and and i i love the pro-lifers and and this yeah. realization i i've gotten to for so many of the talks that i give now of like okay show of hands vulnerable question how many of you have ever witnessed somebody change their mind on abortion mm -hmm. and how seldomly there are hands that go up into the air mm -hmm. and then to be able to draw people out to door knocking and how often we are blessed to witness people change their mind on abortion because of the the work that we're able to be a part of it so that's yeah. really really cool very cool mm -hmm. And so within the realm of church outreach, I feel like mm -hmm. church outreach touches almost everything that we do at CSPR. It's such a broad mm -hmm. spectrum of ways that it, it has touch points, whether it's recruitment to our other programs, whether it's yeah. um, presentations and talks, whether it's mobilizing prayer ministry um, yeah. and getting people praying for the, the intentions of our team. Mm -hmm. When you look forward to 2024, yeah. I, I guess what it, what it, you have coming down the tube and what, what really excites you about this mm -hmm. next year? Yeah. I'm just really excited about um, connecting further with people in Calgary and in the Christian community in this city and then also beyond as well. Um, <clears throat> looking forward to working with Christ Community Church in Kamloops and coming up developing a plan with them for how they can conduct public outreach. Um, and then also developing a specific prayer ministry. And mm -hmm. so connecting with different churches in Western Canada and, you know, we'll send them a, a list of our prayer requests every month or every couple of weeks um, that they can be praying specifically for us and for the work that we do. Um, and then hopefully being able to update them throughout the year as well on how 
what their prayers are accomplishing. So that's a really exciting project. And I'm really looking forward to just um, the way that we'll be able to connect with people through that. And then the way that they'll be able to be involved very tangibly in the work that we're doing as well. Cool. Love it. I, I can't agree more. I think that 2024 is going to be a really exciting year, especially with these prayer mm -hmm. ministry teams mm -hmm. setting up. And so for you in the audience, whether you are local to Calgary, whether you're in Canada, whether you're around the world mm -hmm. and want to be a part of praying intentionally for the needs of the CSPR team, we would absolutely love to be in touch. And so email us at email at prolifeguys.com. I will forward you on to Virginia. She'll be in touch with you about how to how to set that up and, and how to get involved that way and, and all that kind of stuff. And so Virginia, thank you for everything this year. Thank you for joining the show and have a Merry Christmas here. Yeah, you too. Thanks. All right. The Calgary Volunteer Coordinator, my co-speaker for the Faces of Abortion Tour, good friend, Quana. How you doing? I am doing well. Good to be with you. Yeah, it is awesome to get you back on the show as part of our year-end wrap-up. All the stuff that we've done across the country today is a day where we're talking to a whole bunch of people from the Calgary office because that's where you and I both work and getting to get their different insights on the year that has been 2023. And I, I'm curious, Quentin, when you look back at 2023, um, all of the crazy stuff that you were a part of, and crazy in a good way, uh, hopefully, um, as the big things, the new things, the exciting things, what stands out to you um, from memorable kind of high level, big things that happened in 2023 from your, your vantage point? Yeah, actually a lot. It was a very full year in a really good way um, in like chronological order, I guess. If you started, um, we did a, a Winnipeg high school boot camp, which was super cool to be part of back in March. Um, and that kind of led to the idea of just really wanting to bring that to Calgary as well, um, which we did later in the year. We did that more like early August. And so both of those were highlights. I love high school students. And it was so cool to just see their excitement. And many of them got involved in ongoing ways. I actually just had one of our Winnipeg boot camp participants on Mock Dialogue this past Tuesday evening. And so it was so cool to just see how much she's grown. And yeah, really those camps were a highlight for sure. Um, what else? So many things. In May, we did a, a big postcarding blitz and had a ton of people, even people who don't regularly volunteer with us, but just show up to help us get almost 9,000 postcards out in Calgary, which was super cool, kind of a, a deadline type project. Um, but that was definitely a highlight to just see everyone come together in that way. And then our Faces Tour has obviously been a huge project this year, kind of encompassed the whole year starting in May and we just wrapped it up. So that's another big highlight. And I also had the opportunity to go to New Zealand this year, which was really cool. Um, so lots of that I could say on that too. Lots can be said. You and I are going to do an episode. We already promised our our friends down in New Zealand that we do an episode all about the New Zealand trip. Um, because yeah, it was a work trip getting to work with them down um, in the southern hemisphere and um, helping them launch a, a CCBR style group in New Zealand is really really cool. So we will leave that for a full episode because I I want to do justice to that. Um, and and you're right. I mean, there's a million different things we did this year. All the traveling, all of the um, speaking. Obviously, this was your your first year as one of the main line CSPR speakers. I think you did a phenomenal job, but I I won't uh, pump your tires or, or embarrass you too too much here. Um, and and so that's a lot of the like big 
big stuff that we did, high school camps and crash courses and this and that, I, I guess through all of it, are there kind of experiences, encounters to kind of stand out people that you came in touch with, whether while doing activism or through the projects and programs that, that have really anchored themselves in, in your reflections back on 2023? Yeah, I think this year, more than even past years, some of the interactions that have really stood out to me have been like in-house team type interactions. So more like with the volunteers, I'll share a couple activism stories too. But um, I know that there's been so many people who have really stepped into roles. And I have thought multiple times this year about just how cool it is to watch someone start that journey. I was thinking about it with Jeff and Virginia and some of the things that they've led. I had the opportunity to be part of both of their first conversations on abortion and kind of stepping in and now they're in leadership roles, which is super cool. Um, and other people on the team too, like I mentioned Chloe from the Winnipeg Boot Camp, who joined on our mock dialogue call. I've been doing some mentorship with Josh, who did our, our two-month internship this year and is now volunteer coordinator out in Winnipeg. And so it's been so cool to me to just see the growth and development of different people who are volunteering or doing internships or joining for staff positions and just watch them become confident in the roles and do such an incredible job. Um, those have really stood out to me. I think one of the conversations that stood out to me the most from outreach was actually a recent conversation that just happened probably about a month ago. And we were doing a, a choice chain at Chinook, which is the place that I do the most outreach because we're there many Saturdays catching the crowds. Um, and I talked with a guy who was in high school and he shared with me he hadn't really thought about abortion too much. He wasn't like strongly in support of it, but also was not against it. And in the course of the conversation, he agreed with me that it was a human rights violation. And as you know, I, I jump right into my activation mode of like, okay, what, what can we be doing if this is a human rights violation? And I was kind of talking to him about like, hey, like I'm sure you have friends at school that support abortion. How can you be having those conversations and he actually took it to a different level again. And he said, well, actually, I have a friend right now who is pregnant and considering abortion. How can I talk to her? And so we got to kind of navigate that conversation together of like, this is the resources that might be helpful for her. This is how it can be useful just to be a really good friend walking alongside someone so that she's not alone in that situation. And it was so cool to just see his practical application of like, okay, if this is true, then what does that mean for this baby in my life? Um, and conversations like that are are really cool and just really make the work practical again of like you can see the, the follow-up for the conversations that we're having with random people who may not be in that position themselves, but may know others who are. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So cool, the different people that we get to come in contact with, and, and so many of them. Obviously, it's getting trickier and trickier. Um, the, the bigger that CCPR gets, the bigger the internship volunteer teams, even the staff team um, at times, the, the bigger we grow. At, at times, it, it can feel like it's getting um, too big to stay in touch with, but it's so cool to have stories like that of, of people who have those very real touch points. And so that's awesome. And um we're, we're going to look towards 2024. I, I think this is one of the coolest things as um, uh, it feels like every year it's a matter of like, okay, this is going to be our biggest year yet. And then we have a whole bunch of ideas going into the next year. And so as you kind of set your, your eyes towards 2024, um, what do you see coming down the tube? What, what, what is kind of drawing your interest or, or what do you see yourself throwing a, a lot of time towards? 
Yeah, I think that one of the things that I stepped into, obviously, this year is speaking. Um, and probably my favorite speaking to do is the apologetics trainings to equip people with the tools they need. And so I'm really looking forward to upcoming talks in regards to that. Um, I know that Jeff's been working with a bunch of communities that are looking to get trained. I know we always have um, opportunities with churches and different things. Um, even in like January and February, we've got a few talks coming up that are already scheduled. And so those will be really exciting, really good. Um, and I'm thankful to be able to help out even more in that way than I was able to in previous years. Um, other than that, I think really a lot of the same programs, but just trying to do them better and grow them even more. So I'm really excited about this high school boot camp that we have in Calgary. Learned lots of lessons from last year and are already into the process of planning that, have registration open on the website. Um, so really just looking to improve a lot of the projects we have done. Um, yeah, and just kind of be along for the ride, see where where we can get in this upcoming year. Absolutely. I'm looking forward to it. I, I hope that we can continue growing the high school camp and the Calgary Crash Course. One one item that I don't want to blow by without recognition is our return internship. You and I kind of co-led our return internship that we did this past summer uh, with Katrina, who's now leading up our our. Ottawa, Montreal, Kingston um, initiative out there. Um, Caitlin Schalk, who was such a wonderful addition from the Lethbridge area. Um, Carmel Deer from Vancouver and Carolyn Pinnell, our, our lovely and wonderful um, Carolyn Pinnell from Calgary here. So much work that they did towards tracking the information over the summer um, and really, really cool program. And, and you and I are both now in the process of trying to recruit people for um, the 2024 return internship. And so I wanted to give them a little bit of coverage as well. Um, and like you said, there's so much going on. There's going to be a lot of different things we can throw our time towards. And I um, want to encourage everybody who's listening to check out the the high school boot camp registration, which, as Quina mentioned, is now open. I'll drop it in the show notes below. Quina, thanks for everything that you did this year, for everything that you're working on going into next year. Hope that you have a wonderful Christmas season. Thanks a ton for uh, joining the program. My pleasure. Merry Christmas to everyone listening. All right, folks, some cool memories from Kwana, from myself, from Virginia, and from Jeff. Um, huge shout out to all the people that contributed towards our Calgary efforts and team, our volunteers, our interns, our return interns, our staff, our donors, our prayer warriors. Um, absolutely vital for everything that we've got on the go here. Um, a big thing that we're working on, I really want to highlight, especially for Virginia, um, the the prayer prayer ministries that uh, we want to really mobilize the Christian churches and, and other faith communities, obviously, as well, but primarily Christian churches um, here in Calgary and throughout Western Canada, across Canada, around the world, um, in plugging more and more Christians into the life-saving work that we're doing at CCBR. And so not only can you stay tuned for more opportunities, we have an online crash course coming up, um, Sanctity of Human Life Sunday in January. So stay tuned for that. Um, I'll be giving a bunch of talks for that. You can get not only the live component, but also the recordings afterwards if you want to review it afterwards as well. Um, so we've got that coming down the two. We want prayer ministries getting set up. Um, the other thing, in the new year, we are going to be publishing a bunch of new posters and whatnot that I would love to encourage many people to be hanging in their churches um, and trying to get more people plugged in with the Pro-Life Guys podcast. And so um, those are just a few of our memories. Thank you to all who've been a part of it. And thank you to you, our wonderful audience. Stay tuned tomorrow for more content coming at you from Winnipeg um, and then a couple of conversations from Toronto as well, or the greater Toronto area, I guess, um, in the next couple of days. And so thanks a ton for tuning in. 
Hope that you've had a wonderful Christmas season. If you're listening to this um, day of posting or near to the day of posting, may God bless you abundantly wherever you're at, however many hours are left in your day. Mm-hmm.